Scarlet Town, where I was born. There was a fair made a dwelling, and all the youth she cried well away. And her name was Barbara Allen. Twas all in the merry, merry month of May. And the green buds all a-swelling When young Sir James on his deathbed lay With love for Barbara Allen He sent his man unto her then To the town where she was dwelling my master sick and he sent for you if your name be barbara allen oh slowly slowly rose she up and slowly came a him and all she said when she got there young man i think you're dying he turned his pale face to her then oh death was with him a-dealing barbara dear pity me here for I'm on my death bed a lying. Well, if you be on your deathbed, sir, then death is in you a dwelling, and it's better for me you never will be. You can't have Barbara Allen. Do you remember down in Scarlet Town when the wine was freely flowing? You toasted the ladies all around, but you slighted Barbara Allen. I do remember in yonder town and the wine was freely a-flowing and i toasted fair ladies all around but my heart loved barbara allen then he turned his pale face to the wall and death was with him a-dealing farewell farewell my dear friends all farewell my barbara allen while she was walking across the fields she spied his corpse a-coming let down let down she said to them that i may look upon him 
Then she looked upon his pale dead face, her cheeks with laughter swelling, till even her friends cried, Oh, away, tis unworthy Barbara Allen. But on her deathbed where she lay, she begged to be buried by him, and thus repented of the day that in life she had denied him. Go make my bed, my mother dear, and make it straight and narrow. For Sir James died on the yesterday, and I will die tomorrow. Sir James was buried on a Saturday night, and Barbara died on Sunday. The mother died with grief for both, and was buried on a Easter Monday. Well, hello and welcome to Fire Drawn Air. This is the third and final episode on the ballad Barbara Allen, and that was Almeda Riddle of Claiborne County, Arkansas, singing a version that appears on her album Granny Riddle's Songs and Ballads, and that came out in 1977. Almeda Riddle was interesting. She was born in 1898 and claimed to be able to perform over 500 ballads. Um, interesting to hear in that version there that the railway train of grief didn't just end with Barbara Allen but carried on to one of their mothers I'm not sure which one um, it's like that sketch in Monty Python where one of the leaves falls off the tree and kills itself and then another one gets really sad and falls off and kills itself and then all the leaves on the tree are all like ah! and all fall down and die on the ground um, so as you may have guessed Barbara Allen was just as popular in North America as it was everywhere else and our old friend Alan Lomax in his book The Folk Songs of North America said This ballad, if no other, travelled west with every wagon. As someone remarked, they sang Barbara Allen in Texas before the pale faces were thick enough to make the Indians consider a massacre worthwhile. Which is an interesting uh, choice of words. But apparently the song was first printed in North America in 1836 and many variations continued to be printed on broadsides throughout the 19th and 20th centuries. It would have also been printed in numerous songbooks and newspaper columns, along other popular ballads of the time, such as The Farmer's Cursed Wife or The Golden Vanity. Now, looking through all available recordings of American versions of the song, it seems like they lend themselves to separate categories. Now, I'll fully admit that these are just, like, arbitrary categories that I've come up with in my own head, but broadly speaking... They are the traditional versions, the country versions, the crooner versions, and the fancy pants versions. And I'm going to look at them all in turn today. But up next, seeing as we're on traditional versions for the moment, I'm going to play a version that was sung by Texas Gladden. She was from near Roanoke in Virginia. And this was recorded again by Alan Lomax in the year 1941. 
They buried sweet Willie in a new churchyard. And Barbara in a tire on Willie's grave sprang a bright red rose on Barbara Yellen's a green briar. They grew as tall as a new church top. They could not grow any higher. The rose ran down the briar. Now up next I want to play a version that was recorded by Bill Cornett of Hindman or Hindman, not County, Kentucky. This was collected by John Cohen in 1959 and it's from an album called The Lost Recordings of Banjo Bill Cornett. came out in 2005 and if anyone's interested you should look up the background to this album. It's really interesting um, how these recordings claim how these recordings came to light and how they almost very and how they were very close to disappearing at one stage so Bill Cornett was born so Bill Cornett was born in East Kentucky in 1890 he started playing the banjo at age 8 and he would have learned a lot of these songs from his mother like you know in the late 1890s so he operated a country store two miles outside of Hindman or Hindman of no way of telling from pronouncing that correctly or not but it was said that he would rather sit and pick his banjo than wait on customers and then in 1956 he was elected to the Kentucky State Legislature representing Knott and McGoffin counties um, and apparently I'm just reading this out here I found it on the internet somewhere as a Democrat he picked and sang his way to the first term you know how I win I get the young folks with my music and the old folks by fighting for old age benefits so apparently he was very proud of his own composition, a song called The Old Age Pension Blues, which he sang on the floor of the legislature. And when he was serving in the House of Representatives in Frankfurt at age 69, he died of a heart attack while picking his banjo to entertain the customers at a downtown restaurant, which is quite a cool way to go if you ask me. So of course he had a version from Barbara Allen, probably learned from his mother, as I said, he sang ballads to him as a youth. Banjo Bill Cornett. She said she got there. 
Then dad said me winning No better will I ever get Until I get my Brennan If you are sick and very sick And dad said no better will you ever get You'll never get by Brennan Don't you remember Yondo's town Where the ladies all were dwelling You treated hell to them all around but you slided by Brennan. Yes, I remember Yondo's town where the ladies all were drilling. Tried treated hell to them all around. But my love was for my Brennan. He turned his bell face to the wall, turned his back up on her, said adieu, adieu to this wide world, be kind to Barbara She had not gone more than halfway home, she heard the death bell ringing. It rang so clear that seemed to say, Hard hearted Marbrillin. She looked to the east, she looked to the west. She saw the corpse coming. Me down them clay cold corpse and let me look upon them. The more she looked, the more she blushed. She blushed out into crying. Sing I once could have saved this sweet little life. It was all in the want of trying. Like sweet William died today, and Barbara died tomorrow. Sweet William died for his own true love, and Barbara died for sorrow. William was buried in the new churchyard And Barbara and the old one From the new churchyard from a rosy bush From the old one sprung a briar They grew and grew and grew tall they could not grow any higher. They 
God is a true love God. The rose around the briar. So I mentioned in the last two episodes the um, very famous quote from Jean Ritchie where she talked about using the ballad Barbara Allen to try and get, um, you know, to coax songs out of the people that she was collecting from, particularly when she was in Ireland and the UK. So I thought it would be a miss not to include the following version, which was recorded in 1953. And this is from the album Songs from Kentucky. So the liner notes to this track state, this Richie version of The Song Everybody Knows is our family adaptation of the tune and text that is found in Knott County, Kentucky, where my father, Bayless Richie, was born and raised, and where the first 12 of us were born. We knew at least three other tunes in the family, but this is my favourite. This is the archaic melody known in Knott County, and as you will notice, it is the same tune as the one used by Banjo Bill in the last track I played. This is Gene Richie. Heart-hearted Barbara 
There's a phenomenon when dealing with older ballads whereby people often try very hard to discover obscure meanings within the words. And as you may have guessed, I don't really have much time for stuff like this, but I do find it very, very entertaining. And one pretty hilarious one that I recently came across connected to Barbary Allen is that the song is an allegory on the relationship between Scotland, represented by Barbary Allen, and England, represented by the lover or Sir John Gray or whoever it is, Jimmy. Um, England, therefore, is benevolent, a bit of a wimp, and presumably only wants the best for Scotland. But Scotland's cruel standoffishness ruins their relationship, and in the end, Scotland itself. (laughs) Uh, Another very interesting comment comes from the writings of Robert Graves, who thought that Barbara Allen was a witch, and this apparently explains Barbara Allen's laughter when she sees her lover's corpse. It's not just that she's mean, but it's that she's a witch. But in Gra- in Robert Graves' book, English and Scottish Ballads, which was published in 1957, he states, It is clear enough that Sir John Graham did not merely die of a broken heart. Like Claire Colville, he seems to have been a landowner who had an affair with a country girl, but later decided to marry a woman of his own class. When this marriage was announced, the girl avenged herself by bewitching him, the procedure being to model a wax image of the victim, make it more real by adding his own hair trimmings and nail parings, and then gradually waste it over a candle, sticking pins into parts that the witch wanted to injure the most. Now, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, Jesus Christ, like, that's really reading a lot into it. I, um, I read one funny comment online that said, most of Graves' remarks on traditional songs appear to owe as much to herbal tea as they do to scholarship. <laughs> but I want to move on to another class of Barbara Allen's. And uh, this is a really funny one to listen to. But throughout the 20th century, there seems to be like have been a rich history of more fancy versions of the songs. And this is one by a singer called Royal Dadmon. What a name. I never heard of him before. But this was recorded on the 4th of the 5th or unless that's mixed around because it's American dates. Well, it was recorded in either April or May in 1922 in Camden, New Jersey. And on the liner notes to this song, we are told, Although the ballads of the British Isles have long been recognised as important roots in the development of country music, very few were recorded in the acoustic era, perhaps because of their lyrical length. When the companies did set an old ballad to wax, they did so for educational purposes as with Royal Dadman's 1922 recording of Barbara Allen. Now, the notes on the website that I got this from state, Although the ballads of the British Isles have long been recognised as important roots in the development of country music, very few were recorded in the acoustic era, perhaps because of their lyrical length. 
when the companies did set an old ballad to wax, they did so for educational purposes, as with Royal Dadmon's 1922 recording, Barbara Allen. Coming from this kind of tradition, it's not so surprising perhaps that you find quite a few crooner versions out there. And this one is by Eddie Arnold from the album Wandering, which came out in 1945. And on the notes on the back of the record, we are told, This tremendous ballad tale came with the first Britons who settled Virginia. Every generation since has sung it across the continent, into every city and town and faraway mountain cabin. A tale you'll never tire of hearing Eddie sing to you. In Scarlet Town, where I was born, there was a fair maid dwelling, and every youth cried well away. Her name was Barbara Allen. 
was in the merry month of May when all green buds were swelling. Young William on his deathbed lay for the love of Barbara Ellen. He sent his servant into town to the house where she was dwelling, saying, You must come to my master. If your name be Barbara Ellen So slowly, slowly she got up And slowly she came nigh him But the only thing she said to him Young man, I think you're dying. Oh, I am sick, so very sick, and death is on me dwelling. No better I will ever be if I can't have Barbara Allen. As she walked slowly toward her home, she heard the death bell tolling, and every bell appeared to say, Hard-hearted Barbara Allen, Oh, Father, Father, dig my grave, and dig it long and narrow. My William died for me today. I'll die for him tomorrow. Upon her grave there grew a rose on William's grave. A briar they twined and twined in a true love's knot, and the rose grew round the briar. Now, what about that? Keeping things smooth as fuck with this next one, it's the Everly Brothers, and this is from the album Songs Our Daddy Taught Us, recorded and released by Cadence Records in Servant 
so-called child ballads i'm not going to get into now whether i think they should be called child ballads or not i'm still on the fence about it but these like classic narrative ballads from england and scotland say just love it when they pop up like in popular culture like in films or ads or whatever the next recording is a snip i took out of the film a christmas carol and this was from 1951 
month of May, when green buds they were swelling, young Jenny grew on his deathbed lay. For love of Barbara Allen, so slowly, slowly she came up, and slowly she came by him, and all she said, well, as she came, young man, I think. Oh. Uncle Ebenezer. Fred. Is it too late to accept your invitation to dinner? Too late? I'm delighted, delighted. My dear, look who it is. Can you forgive a pig-headed old fool for having no eyes to see with, no ears to hear with all these years? Fred's so happy. Bless you. So besides the traditional versions and the crooner kind of arrangements that were made along the years, there's also a parallel history of the ballad being sung by more of the straight-up country singers. And here's a recording of Frank Luther that was made in 1928. And this was actually recorded as a B-side to the song The Butcher Boy, which he recorded as well. I might actually play it on one of the regular shows. But this is Frank Luther. It was in the merry month of May when flowers were a-blooming. Sweet Willie on his deathbed lay for the love of Barbara Allen. He sent his servant to the town, the town where she did dwell in, saying, Master dear has sent me here if your name be Barbara Allen. Then slowly, slowly she got up, and slowly she went to him. And all she said when she got there, young man, I think you're dying. Oh, don't you remember the other day when we were in the tavern? You drank a health to the ladies there and slighted Barbara Allen. He turned his face unto the wall, he turned his back upon her. Adieu, adieu to all my friends, be kind to Barbara Allen. She went on through and through the town, she heard his death bells ringing, and every stroke they seemed to say, oh cruel Barbara Allen. To the east, she looked to the west, she saw his corpse come in. Oh, set him down for me, she cried, that I may gaze upon him. 
The more she looked, the more she grieved. She bursted out to crying, saying, Pick me up and carry me home, for I feel like I am dying. Buried Willie in the old churchyard And Barbara in the new one And from Willie's grave there grew a rose And from Barbara's a green briar They grew, they grew to the old church wall And could not grow any higher And there they tied in a true love's knot The rose bush and the briar
that was a recording of the group The Hill Men, made in 1981. Going back all the way to 1965 for this next instrumental version of Barbara Allen, this is Roscoe Holcomb keeping it real with a tune he called the Barbara Allen Blues. researching the American versions of this ballad I was really quite tickled to discover that none other than Billy Joe Armstrong whom as some of you will know is the singer from Green Day um, he recorded this version with a woman called Nora Jones it seems like he did some kind of like country music album it's called Foreverly and this came out in 2013 this is Billy Joe Armstrong and Nora Jones Slide it, Barbara Allen. 
back to the kind of Robert Graves style of fanciful scholarship I came across this pretty great description on an online article about the Handsome family's favourite murder ballads and this um, description was written by Rennie Sparks from the Handsome family she said to enjoy a murder ballad you have to be willing to see it as art and not newspaper recording these songs are about life and lust not about death and dust they make your heart beat fast and your skin flush They are perhaps the remnants of ancient pre-Christian blood sex rituals and are designed to make you want to roll in fields of blooming heather, not to become the next Ted Bundy. Here are some of the handsome family's favourite examples of this centuries-old form of nature worship. So, Barbara Allen was on this list of murder ballads and it's maybe not one that people would consider to be a murder ballad a lot of the time. Um more a case of like unrequited love or something like that but um, Randy Sparks commented on Barbara Allen like Katie dear some might consider it more of a suicide pact than a murder ballad we however see Barbara Allen as a murderer she kills sweet William with her cold cold heart but he pulls her with him into the grave where she is forced to endure his rose thorns twining and twining around her thorny briar for all eternity this is the handsome family Scarlet Town, where I'm 
So I'm going to finish up with a couple of instrumental versions of the tune. Um, but before that, I want to read an excerpt from a chapter of a book. Now, my good mate Liam Creel got me this book for my birthday. It's called The Rose and the Briar, quite fittingly for this ballad. Death, Love and Liberty in the American Ballad. Um, the first chapter is an essay all about Barbara Allen and it was written by a man called Dave Marsh. Barbara Allen has been my favourite song for a very long time since I heard Richie sing it and the wild instrumental version Barbara Allen Blues by Roscoe Holcomb. I do not know very much about why. I do know that when my daughter died from something much more concrete and just as little understood as heartbreak my only thought for her headstone was a red rose and a briar. But I know from having concentrated on the song that you can hear its echoes in places where no one ever thought to put them. In Paul McCartney's Silly Love Songs and Bruce Springsteen's Hungry Heart and much more faintly in every teen tragedy tune there ever was but especially in Pearl Jam's remodelling of Frank J. Wilson and the Cavaliers' Last Kiss. As my friend Danny Alexander recently wrote after I asked what he made of it, what got me about that story all day long was how it struck a chord with my most recent and devastating heartbreak. The fact that he would give anything, and yet something he did sent the wrong message. The fact that he lies on his deathbed regretting his missteps, that another life might have been possible, resonates with the essence of the anguish of heartache in my ears and the essence of a million love songs. It reminds me of my favourite moment in yesterday. I said something wrong, now she's gone. And that briar, that hard heart that Barbara Allen feels tragically burdened with, her own regret for turning him away that ultimately kills her. Perhaps the fact that she judges too quickly, that she didn't give him the benefit of the doubt and is now responsible for ending his life, makes me think of the other side of the anguish of the breakup. What if the hard choices you are making are not the right ones? What if, as Warren's even asks, in empty-handed heart, you've thrown down diamonds in the sand? Humans invent songs and stories so that they can be repeated. Their endless variation should surprise us no more than the endless variation of each face we see. The fact that the good songs and stories are spread far and wide and kept and cherished is not an amazement, although it is a blessing. What amazes me is that people, educated people and, for that matter, people who educate, can gaze so long at such a beautiful mystery and instead see nothing but a perfectly formed shell containing interesting things to count. What's amazing is our ability to ignore the lesson that Barbara Allen has to teach, which is the peril of denying the complicated mysteries that throb within our hardened hearts, and the equal peril of horsing around instead of acknowledging our love for one another. This is not a lesson you can squeeze into a tombstone, or, for that matter, our current conception of a curriculum, but it is one to carry through this life. Up next is Balanced Voices with Barbara Allen. These are both really fancy pants versions, by the way. Balanced Voices and then the UTSA Wind Ensemble. And then I'm going to finish up with a tune that I've used to introduce and outtroduce this um, particular ballad. And that's one you will have become quite accustomed to by now I'm sure that's uh, I don't even know what genre of music that is but it's Norman Candler and I think it's a fucking banger it's been stuck in my head for the last couple of months now um, thanks a million for listening to Barbara Allen hope you enjoyed that um, I don't know how many versions I actually ended up playing but loads and that's only a small 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 drop in the ocean compared to what's actually out there um, 
I'm going to be back next month with a bonus episode all about the ballad Prince Robert or as it's more commonly known especially in Ireland Lord Abor and Mary Flynn it's one I'm really looking forward to getting into so please come and check that out until then take care of yourselves and good luck
Det er en lykkelig